0: October 1st, 2022, today I'd like to wish all of you a very happy feast day of St. Therese of Lisieux. She was born in 1873, and she died in 1897. And the very short period of time of her life, she was so devoted to Christ from the very, very beginning of her childhood, and she lived for Christ and she was a beautiful example for us to follow. And I discovered something about her today that I didn't know that I want to share with you. She was known as the Little Flower. And on this feast day, roses are traditionally blessed and given to the sick, the infirmed and the elderly, and other special parishioners on this date. This tradition of the saint's promise, made while she was on earth, And spent her time in heaven, sending a shower of roses to the faithful still on earth. How blessed we are to have that example. And I wanted to buy roses today, but instead I visited our dear friend Ed. So to me, that was the symbol of St. Therese of Lisieux working and moving in and through us. I want to share with you also a prayer of St. Ephraim of Syria. And um, this is what it says O Lord, master of my life, grant that I may not be infected with the spirit of slothfulness and inquisitiveness, with the spirit of ambition and vain talking. Grant instead to me, your servant, the spirit of poverty, the spirit of purity and humility, the spirit of patience and neighboring love. O Lord and King, bestow upon me the grace of being aware of my sins and not thinking evil of my brethren. I think that's such a beautiful example of Saint Ephraim. He's showing us not to be slothful, he's showing us to reach out to our neighbor and to reach out in love. So I reach out in love to you today on this feast day of St. Therese of Lisieux, and may her abundant gift of roses still be delivered spiritually into our hearts this day, and every year that we get to live out October 1st together. Today I was very blessed, I, I had spent um, almost two hours in adoration, and um, I thought the title of this podcast was going to be Free Again to Live in Your Holy Love, but instead I think there's going to be another title for it, and um, well, I'm just going to go ahead and read to you my reflection for today, that God spoke to me in my heart during adoration. I am so, so honored. I get to spend this time with you, Lord, on this feast day of remembrance of St. Therese of Lisieux. Oh, the great gift of silence wrapped in the loving arms of you at this most holiest hour. Outside of the Holy Mass, adoration is the time to just let go and just be totally your holy presence to adore you my lord on this first saturday for today and the next five consecutive months up until march of 2023 to live in you to choose life in you over death sin and hell is to truly live to confess my sin and to be truly sorry for having ever committed them I am free again, free to live in you fully. There is a great big difference when we live in you without carrying the burdens of all our sinfulness. The difference is the greatest of all joy fills our hearts and we are changed people. Full of joy, full of grace, We have so much good to offer you now that sin has not destroyed or distorted the beautiful image of your living inside of me. Nothing stands in the way of my service to you. My prayer life is more powerful, therefore, when I serve you, my good deeds are meant to be more powerful. Therefore, through you I am a servant most pleasing to you, first and foremost, and to all others secondly. The abundance of grace and the abundance of joy overfloweth from my heart and soul, which is now purified from all sinful tendencies, can achieve exactly what my Lord expects of me, for I am meant to be his instrument of peace every day. And I am expected by God to remain ever true to my post. As a guard protects those whom he is in charge of, I am to guard my soul. When we guard our very soul, we protect it from everything that can harm us. The wrong people in our life, the, the wrong they bring can hurt us to the point of great suffering setting us further away from our relationship with God. But God wants only what is best for us. He wants us to place him first in everything. We need to open up our minds and eyes and see and think of God in this way. And when we do, we change. And when we change, we abandon our old self in exchange of our best self. Our new and improved best self in Christ Jesus. Jesus just doesn't want half of our hearts. He wants all of our heart. And when we let go of our sickened hearts, he gladly gives us a healthy heart that lives to love and to serve him throughout our lifetime. So fear not, this metamorphosis of change. It is all for the better. I am amazed how long we cling to our sickened hearts when God wants only the very best for us. The devil himself has a strange power over us, sometimes for 50 years, before we confess our sinfulness. Don't wait that long to be truly free in Christ. Choose Christ in the manner of your sinful nature. And he will free you completely. And our Blessed Virgin Mary will definitely crush the snake with her heel the moment you choose to be free in her son. And you will be free. And you will realize the power sin has had over your weakened nature and how sin prevents us all from living this great and wonderful life God wants for us, opposed to what we want for ourselves. God is always present, even in our worst periods of our life. He sees us in those poorest of choices, and he patiently waits to free us and our soul from final damnation. Sin is bondage. Sin becomes exponential when we don't see it as sin. And when we show our face to a priest, we admit this sin to be free of it forever and our soul can again sing the praises of our Lord and not hear the cry of regret, but a heart that sings exultantly with our Lord Jesus in thanksgiving of the forgiveness of our sins. Never to be repeated, as long as we shall live, we have to be serious about our love and our respect for ourself, and for God. And the way we live it out, our very life, is our proof to God that it is He whom we follow and not Satan.